welcome to the Nerdtastic and 3D Podcast. It's Nerdtastic in 3 Oh, it's Nerdtastic in 3D. Yes, it's Nerdtastic in 3 But yeah. I drank Young. I shouldn't have bought that one. Did we start? We yeah, we started. What's up? Well, <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 13 of Nerdtastic in 3D. Lucky number 13 lucky. or unlucky 13? We have a very, very... Lucky. Delicious. We have a very special episode in store for everyone today. As always, I'll be your host today. My name is Jason Carter, and the Nerdtastic in 3D crew is composed of... Sitting awkwardly close to Jason this time, Jack Eckler. And Josh LeBrot. Hugging Adam is Sean Fennell. <laughs> I'd like to think Adam was hugging Sean, not the other way around. It's you guys awesome. are okay awkwardly close. It's kind of fun to watch. It's actually I'm awesome. actually leaning in. <laughs> Me and Jason are trying to go out of our way not to touch. And you just two are like just if people want to think about this, there's four couches in this room. There's two people and on each couch. And I am you. by myself. <laughs> I'm just here early next week and see what he says. So as we mentioned, we do have a very special episode today. We have two very special guests with us, Joe Vance and Mike Casalino. Thanks for having having us, guys. Absolutely. Short bus special, right? The short bus special. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) There it is. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So glad you guys could be here. So uh, oh. Can you can we start off by, with a with a nice belt? <laughs> yes, thank you for having us. Thank you for yeah, exactly. Absolutely. We actually have beer this episode. Quick shout out as to Josh Gold, has quick, 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 another quick shout out to Golden Road. Are Brewery. they sponsoring this? Or? No, I mean I had to pay for. We're working. We're working on it. We're, we're working on that. We're working. It is a work in progress. We can get a six pack per episode. Two six packs, guys. Two six packs. Exactly. So let's start here. If you could talk a little bit, Joe, maybe about uh, who you are. Your likes, your dislikes. Sure, You sure. know, your fantasies, Fastest nightmares. Your heart. Side note, by the way, why is it always long walks on the beach? I didn't go Ev- there. I know, but everyone, that's always the default answer. I was going to yeah. say anything you'd write on eHarmony's fine. Right, right. <laughs> I don't really like walking, frankly. No, well, thanks. I'm, I'm Joe Vance. My... Uh, Dislikes are Jason Carter. Yes. <laughs> my likes are Jason Carter's wife. Yeah. Oh, yes. We all have yeah. a sister. Yeah. We've yeah. all been there. Hey, careful. That's my sister. Yeah, that, that's Adam's careful. sister. <laughs> oh, she's awesome. I, I'm okay. kidding. I, I love her. <laughs> I kind of no, no, she, She's a backpedal. Like, you can say what you want. I just don't want to go weird. No, no. I, I worked with Katie. She's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, my name's Joe Vance. Uh, been in the video game industry since 94. Uh, worked down at uh, EA and Tiburon for a number of years. and then came Go to Orlando. Yeah, right, well, well. right. There you go. Until <laughs> so when? When? How long were we? Uh, 94 till 2004. Okay, so you... Started 2005. Okay. 10 years I was at long. 2K Sports. Um, oh, okay. You guys were arch time, rivals. Right when, yeah, it's exactly right when you guys... Uh, I was there for Started doing a better. year before we got the news that you guys bought the uh, NFL license. When oh, they right. Made and basically and Josh lost his job. Yeah. So what did you uh, say NFL about it? So yeah. Out of business. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, no, I, I was employee number one. So... Wow. So, uh, yeah, that's, it's Tiburon. It started. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know you knew that whole much of the backstory, but it, it kind of. I'm almost from Orlando. So, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, awesome. so it, the company started by two, uh, two former programmers, Jason, uh, when I'm, uh, John, John Shepard was the main guy. And, um, and then he had, uh, you know, a partner, uh, Jason Anderson. Jason. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. Uh, Jason Anderson. They were both amazing programmers up at, uh, you know, one of the game studios up in, in California at the time. And, uh, what ended up happening was John was originally from Miami, and uh, he'd gone up there to basically you know learn about games. He'd worked on the Desert Strike games, the Jungle Strike games, all the at the time the Genesis Super Nintendo stuff. Very good programmer, but he wanted to come back to to Florida. So after two or three years up there, he's like, I got enough money. They were making some serious you know cash at that time. Um, came back, but that was right around when Hurricane Andrew had hit. So his family had relocated to Orlando. So he's setting up a game studio in town. It's like a Debbie Downer story, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> so. I'll, hey, man, I was in South Florida when Andrew hit, so I can, yeah, go, so, yeah. I can go way into that. So, and and uh, I'm from Tampa, so I grew up in Tampa, and somehow these guys reached out to me. I don't know. I was an artist in town and, and had a bit of a you know reputation, and I guess that's how they stumbled across me. But they're like, hey, would you like to make video games? It's one of those things where... I was kind of like, man, I never in a million years thought I'd be making video games or even the thought that you could do this in Florida because that was always 
that's got to be a California thing, and, yeah, and I've never so. been to California, so I'm like, what, what, what harm is it? I'll go give it a shot, try it for a couple months, see if it works. Went down there, and we were working on original pitch ideas for Genesis games and Super Nintendo games at the time, uh, working with developers like Crystal Dynamics and uh, 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 various, yeah. yeah, yeah, all kinds of all kinds of studio stuff. And uh, as it turned out, EA came knocking, saying, "Hey, look, we've been working with the studio trying to get this." You know, they did the Madden Genesis game, but we're trying to get the Super Nintendo game, and they're just dropping the ball left and right. We're having problems. And John had been able to kind of sweet sweeten that deal, so we got that game. And so immediately we were working on Madden from from day one. And so I was like the first artist. Um, they they had the two guys programming an artist, and they hired like one or two other programmers. So you were doing jock straps from day one. Yep, exactly, Win. exactly. <laughs> and and it just kind of yeah, it, it kind of built the from dream. there. I, the the upside is I was always make, able to make the Tampa Bay Buccaneers good because they they sucked ass at that point. <laughs> but in the game they were always amazing. I, I made sure, and I know some of the programmers and I we'd butt heads, but I'm like, you've got to hook them up, and, and they would. So shout out to Ian Schmidt for doing that. Awesome, uh, awesome. Uh, which was always great. So I made my bucks. At least they suck. They didn't suck everywhere. They were good in video games. Um, and it just kind of we just built upon success, and we kept getting more football games and, it, and we just got bigger and bigger. And that's actually where Mike and I first crossed paths because a couple years in, uh, Mike was this guy we hired. He'd work. Well, I'll let him explain himself, but that's where we Thanks, first Tom. crossed paths. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> kid off the street. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, we brought him and gave him a chance. Yeah. So, so to wrap it up, uh, you know, I was at EA for a number of years and then an opportunity to get into Disney animation, which was always a passion that that's what I wanted to do. So I left in 2005 to do that, did that for about two years. And, um, and then things there didn't quite pan out, as you guys know, in the animation what, were industry. You, were you at uh, over at MGM at the the main feature building? In, in no, no. I worked with a lot of those guys okay. um, later. But um, no, it was strictly, hey, here's a, there's an opportunity to come out to L.A. to work uh, at Circle 7, which was right down the street here, to work on at the time when we were going to do. Y- what year was that? This is 2005. Okay. So it was work so on Toy Story. Art paths didn't cross at some point yeah toy story 3 when disney was doing it when that whole the pixar thing had blown up this is before disney bought pixar right exactly so that's where i first met jason's wife and uh Work there. Your sister. My sister. Yeah. Is she serious? Your sister? Or are you just saying? No, I'm dead serious. No, it's just, yes. <laughs> Adam and I are brother-in-laws. <laughs> oh man, I'm really sorry to hear that. And, uh, yeah, this is this has been rough. Once yeah. again, I love Katie. I did live. I know she's great. I lived with I lived with them for like ten months. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that too. Uh, man. Well, now you got that great job now, so you're good. Right. You know. Too. Oh yeah, so, that job you're unemployed from for. Yeah, currently unemployed. Be. Currently unemployed. Yeah. So it's fantastic. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, so, great. Yeah. so yeah, so couple, you know, two years at animation, and that was great experience for me, and. Uh, but it led me back to Disney Interactive uh, because there was an opportunity there where I was a good fit. And that's when I reached out to Mike again and dragged him over. And then we've just been rocking since then. You go ahead and tell him some of your backstory, my man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, I actually, uh, let's see. I, I worked at uh, MTV for a little while working on Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah. Working on Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah Jersey Shore. I worked on Jersey Shore. <laughs> Uh, so I did that. Mike for a was while. Jersey Shore. I am Jersey Shore. I was. Uh, so and then uh, after that, I started working on a. Uh, I came from traditional animation and claymation. I started working with Bill Plimpton on a series that never actually aired called Helter Skelter, and that was pretty fun. And then I actually went down to Florida, and that's where I met Joe. And uh, just make a long story long. So we, I think we've worked together for almost like 13 years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Did, uh, did either one of you end up on the Superman project? Uh, yes, we both, both of did. us. Both, both of us. Ah. Yeah, so Joe was the lead uh, character, character lead. guy, and I was the lead environment, environment guy. guy. Yeah. So, so they, Sean, they worked with uh, uh, Homeboy. Who's Homeboy? Homeboy. Homeboy. Uh, TD, our programmer who left um, Indian. Oh, the Indian guy with the long hair. Boys? Yeah, from Boys. That's Boys, if you're listening, I swore I knew your name, dude. Lies. Yeah, we actually saw him not too long ago when we were there. And who was Ellen, right? Evelyn. Evelyn. Evelyn Spencer. I don't know if they know Evelyn. Boys works with me and Sean. Yeah. But yeah, then it came over. I was at EA for some time, and then Joe just grabbed me to come over to Disney, and I've been at Disney for five years now. 
That's where we're at. Yeah. Actually, I want to add. This is just maybe a side question of what they said. Not to this steal your thunder. Be, this is going to be Jack's time because it's just like you're. Oh, you live in Florida. I live in Florida. Florida. I know, I know I, everything yeah, about yeah, everybody. Exactly. So I'm going to be. You wear I'm going to talk you guys up. Here at home. Let's talk about that for a little while. Your nipple looks hard. So is mine. Did you get that in Orlando? Hey, we're making out later. That's all I'm saying. He's like, Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael. You want to come to my house? How you doing, Michael? Thanks for making such a great game, Michael. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> hey, Michael, can I be in the video game too, Wait. Michael? I'm looking a little old, Michael. Come on, Michael. Hook a brother up, Michael. No, no, no. <laughs> so I want to put you square on the spot Yeah, here, do it. Which is a lot of people who know Mike probably don't know that he is actually Turkish royalty. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Holy shit. <laughs> he knows Billy Ray Cyrus. Is that what you're talking about? Does that make him royalty? And... Um, <laughs> And uh, Mike, you got to tell the story. All right, this well, is a actually, great story. To be honest, actually, story. I like when Joe tells it better. All right, and Joe. Actually, Joe. I like to chime in on moments. Do it, Joe. It's all you. It's all you. And I, I would be lying if I said I hadn't retold the story a hundred times myself. Oh, by the yeah. way, it is. I cool. still don't believe it. So okay, so Mike and I have worked together for many years. Super quiet. Uh, you know, we're family now and and super tight. But uh, but even when when he was working, it's like. I see pictures of this gorgeous girl on his desk. Oh, she's gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, and she I is. love you, baby. She's super gorgeous. I said that, right? I said she's gorgeous. Well, you, too many times. Yeah. <laughs> she's gorgeous. You made it weird now. His wife he loves Katie, too. Exactly. Like that. Okay. Yeah. But this I really, love her of all wives. Yeah. So, so there's this beautiful picture, and I'm like, oh, he's like, oh, that's my girlfriend, and just kind of always downplaying it, downplaying it. I'm like, okay. Went on for a long time. He's like, hey, well, I'm engaged, but, you know, she's... She's uh, still up at school or she's yeah, working in Yeah, we did a long York. distance. She lived yeah. in Boston. I was in Florida. That's what it was. Sorry, Boston. So it was kind of like, man, and I, it got to the point after like one or two or three years, like this is, is a fictional, her up? Yeah. fictional character. There's no truth that to this. That hot chick had to come with the frame. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. She's so, Yeah, I really like her hair. <laughs> <laughs> What's her name? Uh, 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 yeah. So... So it kept going. And then, then finally got to the point where Mike's like, well, I'm actually engaged. I'm like, wow, cool. I'm finally going to meet this girl. And he's like, yeah, and she's actually from Turkey. So um, I, I'm going to be going. So he was going on vacation one summer. Which, by the way, sorry, quick interjection. Mike oh. is a tall white guy. Yes. yes. That's yeah. crucial to the yeah. story. Very white. <laughs> it's very, very crucial. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, no, all good. So he was going, um, you know, he's, he's putting in for two or three weeks of summer vacation. Uh, we banked so much hours at EA. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. So like you could literally... If you had the time, you could take like probably a year off. He had so much time. <laughs> yep. But uh, but he's like, I'm going to take two, three, four weeks. I forget what it was at the time. Going to Turkey, getting married. I'm like, cool, great. Good luck. Best wishes. Me and all the guys were Thanks like. Thanks for not inviting me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. No. I, I know how I've been looking at your wife. I'm not taking it. You stay in your character outside. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. So so Mike goes and we're like, okay, you know, he's gone. And a couple weeks go by and then Mike comes back. I'm like, hey, great. You know, we'd missed him. It's like, great to see Mike. This is awesome. That's cute. Thanks, so, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> and uh, and so we're sitting there going, uh, so tell us about your trip. How was the wedding and all that? And as he's talking, I'm looking at his desk, and there's a stack of like magazines sitting there, right? No reason why. I'm not sure why I brought it in, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, but it's a stack of magazines. And I'm out of the corner of my eye, I'm like talking to him. I'm looking. And I'm like, wait, what? Is, what is that? You know, what's that magazine over there? I'm looking. And I'm like, shit, man, that's Mike on the cover. What? Cover? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't mean to cuss. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> we, we, have, we have no. All right, maybe I do mean the. There's no sense rules here, so apologies. We're all good. But uh, tell the story correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah but I'm like, I was fucking like, stunned what the fuck right is now. That? <laughs> this is fucking crazy. I was like, "There's Mike on the cover." I'm like, "What is going on here?" And I'm like, "And I'm like, what?" Well, then, I'm, then my mind's thinking like, "Okay, the theme parks. I mean, is there like a Six Flags Istanbul?" Or, <laughs> like, I know Mike knows Photoshop, but come on, yeah, it's a souvenir he got so, at Universal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, "It's got to be something like that." So I go and pick it up, and sure enough, it's him and his wife. And wedding on the cover, I'm like, this is a gag thing. And as I'm picking up, I see the one below, and it's the same thing. I'm like, what, what's going on? Three, four, five, six of these magazines all have like... I know how much Mike is making. He can't afford this many magazines. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like what is this Elaborate about? Elaborate ruse. And then yeah. to just make sure I wasn't seeing things, I'm like, I actually go to flip open the magazine, and literally there's like a 12, 13, 14-page spread about this wedding. I'm like, what is going on, man? And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, well, I never told you guys, but uh, <laughs> I'm, kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal in Turkey. Yeah, but it turns out like his wife's family is like so well known over there. They're like the Kennedys of Turkey, you know. Uh, and to also add to that, like I knew, you know, their family was, like, was very. It was kind of, he coming cold to this. Too. Yeah, I mean, I knew their family was very comfortable. I knew everything was good. But it was funny when we're at the wedding and we're coming down the stairs because she wanted to do like a hybrid wedding. 
there was like literally 30 photographers there. I was like, what the fuck is this? I say, like, why, why do we hire so many photographers? And she's like, I don't worry about so it. So you it's really cool. didn't still know? At that point, Zero. I still, I, again, That's I still knew there were a all authentic pictures of him. Like, yeah, oh, so no. I'm just like, hey. You know? So then I want to say, all right, cool. She's just like, oh, don't worry about it. They're just it's photographers. Just, it's just what we do here, right? So she's, she's playing it off. I was like, okay, cool. We love so, weddings in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. There's not too many. So a week goes by. We're in the food store and we're walking around and I try, we're checking out i'm just kind of looking around I'm like i'm like what the fuck i'm like why are we on the cover of all these magazines like, what the hell is going on she's like we well, need to clearly buy all those she's right like now. maybe we should tell you something I said, all, I said all those people that were at the wedding they were paparazzi and they were kind of just there to you know skip shots because they needed to sell them to the magazine i was like is there something you fucking should tell me what the <laughs> and you're she's married like, well, at this point yeah we're married at this yeah, point yeah. so basically i mean i i think it was probably the coolest thing she just didn't want to tell me she just kind of wanted to you know, she was actively working where she wanted to work and she could you not work, work if she her. didn't want to she just said hey i just wanted you to like me for who i am I said, good, show cool. me the fucking money. <laughs> so now that we're here, yeah, can we exactly. own this merch? So, so can I buy that guy over there and just yeah. do whatever I yeah. want? Yeah. Wash the royal penis. <laughs> so I get more than you now, right? Like yeah. a harem comes with you? But it was, awesome. a tri- it was the trippiest thing. Because I'm sure, like as a friend, Gorgeous, like... gorgeous wedding. And, and he was. He was literally shell-shocked. He's like, I'm telling you guys, I had no idea and... And it was, but it was just it was an amazing story. And their family is so cool. It just it couldn't happen to a better So here guy. you go, a yeah. skater boy from Jersey becoming right. Turkish royalty. It could happen to yeah. you too. Exactly. Yeah. Had you met her Don't parents? lose hope. That's one to grow on. Liar. That's an even funnier story. Had you met her parents before you went to Turkey? Yeah, yeah, no. Her, uh, well, it was funny. The, the first year I actually compound? went. They took the you know, plane out. Well, her, know, her, didn't, her, didn't this, this is a great on. story. No, this story's awesome. No, no, they didn't do anything. Like her grandfather didn't speak any English, but didn't want me to marry her or anything like that. It was like the first year we were there, I actually was going and the, we were going on our first date in Turkey as the first time she ever brought anybody to Turkey. So their dad's like, hey, well, why don't you take the car? I said, no, no, no. It was a nice BMW. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to take the car. He's like, no, no, take the car. I was like, no, we'll get a taxi. So we took the car. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, like, it was like three in the morning. I'm coming home. And seriously, I didn't drink. I was like, fuck that. I'm like, I'm not drinking. I don't, they can I'm be not mob. Tra- you don't know who yeah, you're Yeah, I was like, like, I don't know what's going on. So we're driving. We're literally like two minutes away from our house. I'm going to turn left and this fucking moron comes out of the way on a scooter and blind swipes it hits the whole side oh, of the car shit. smashes on top flies over the hood lands on the hood and his face is like standing on the, on the windshield I was like and he's doing like some Turkish chant I'm like what the fuck <laughs> so like, he flies off the car and I'm like oh my god what the fuck so she gets out of the car and she's yelling at him in Turkish I have no idea what the hell she's saying and all of a sudden the cops come and I was like oh geez so the cops, I guess, knew who she was. I have no idea what the hell they're He's saying. Like Americans it's going to jail. Sweep that body <laughs> off the side. It's, it's going to disappear. The road. So, no never saw him again. so, like, I'm just like, all right, whatever. So, all of a sudden, you know, she's telling the cop is telling my wife things. So he's like, okay, we got to drive to the police station. I was like, what do you mean we got to drive? He, the cop just left. It's like, fucking, let's bail. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> He's telling us to go to police. So we go to the police station. I take a breath test, pass. Everything's fine. So all of a sudden, they're sitting there. They're talking. All of a sudden, he's like, grabs me. He's like. Blah, 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 says, and he throws me in jail. I was like, what the fuck is going Like, And she's yeah. crying, and she's yelling at me. She's like, they're charging you for murder. That you, that you swerved into him on purpose to try and kill him. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so uh, so I'm shit. sitting in jail. Pissing myself <laughs> beyond belief. I, I just don't know what I would do. No, yeah, it was, yeah. I swear I fucking shit my pants. I'm sitting in there. Again, it's a small little Turkish prison. Well, we've but, all seen the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. but, yeah, but it, it's fucking Turkish yeah. prison. Yeah. Turkish yeah. prison. Exactly. Yeah. So the movie's coming to mind. I'm sitting there fucking crying like a little baby. She's like, hold it together. I'm like, fuck that shit, man. Turkish jail. Yeah. So literally like five hours go by and like all of a sudden I'm looking out the window. I see her dad outside with the parents of the kids that I fucking mauled. <laughs> Just, they hit you, man. Well, they, they, did, they did hit me. That I fucking see the dad out there shelling out money to the cops, to the kids, and to the parents, and all of a sudden, like two minutes later, they're like, okay, you can go now. <laughs> how things are done, man. I was wow. like, you sick that is amazing. Yeah. That is Especially, amazing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. There it is. But yeah, we were sitting there thinking Midnight Express the whole way. It's like, oh, oh yeah, doubt. Oh, you're done, man. Yeah. You're done. I'm crying now. Just yeah. It's not a Turkish bath. Yeah. 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 They had him. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That is hilarious. Wait, so did the guy die? No, he did not die. He, he, <laughs> he, got, he, he, he got up and walked away from it. He, he got fucked up pretty good, though. I mean, <laughs> We're trying to get for murder. He's not dead. But I, take it, right. I take it you never took the BMW out again? I never, but it's funny. I don't know how they do it in Turkey. In two days, that car was fixed. It was, it was just a like new, the whole... It was a new car. It, it, was, a probably new car. Wasn't it was a new car. But, but tell him that part of the story, too. I forgot Same about that. Thing, where, where he was trying, trying <laughs> yeah. to tell the dad, like... Well, I want to pay for the repairs on the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and the, but he didn't know. He now knows Turkish. What is the Turkish language called? But you know, you know Turkish. Like, Turkish. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. He can speak <laughs> Turkish. Turkish. Turkish, good. Uh, but he was trying to explain to him, like, I want to pay for the car. But yeah, I was basically of, saying, I want to pay for the car, and I don't want to talk about this again. And his limited English thought, like, you're going to pay the, for the car, but don't ever talk to me again. So I was just like, yeah, that's because cool. He, he got super mad, and then also I was like, what did you say to my father? Because yeah, know, so he basically just, said, "Get this fucking dude out of my house. I don't want it. He wants to pay me money, and he never wants to talk to me. How you bring this guy into my fucking house?" And so she started crying. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, I thought we were cool. What happened? Then he hears that. No, that's we not what I meant. I thought that was good. Yeah. yeah so. Oh, it's gotta be fucking good tough, times. dude. Not good knowing the language, man. It, yeah, it's it's definitely cultural it, differences. Tough. They really can fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. You, exactly. You Hello, a little pearl of wisdom. Not you. School. School. Yeah. Little pearl of wisdom. I'm actually curious with that because uh, I've done games. It, uh, some of us have, and some of us done film. Like when you guys went from that transition from coming to Disney, like what what exactly did you two do when you came to Disney to start with? No, let's uh, just jump because you you came over first. So yeah, well, I, like I said, I was initially in animation, so I, I was in look development with feature animation and just kind of learning the, what you do in films, meeting some amazingly talented people, getting kind of a big wealth of knowledge on that front. Uh, but then, then when things blew up on American Dog, that was the film I was on that kind of uh, couldn't get off the ground, right? So you guys probably all know that story. Uh, but they had to let 300 people in production go. And I was part of that mix. Uh, but I, I knew some people at Interactive at that point, And I just, they knew me too. And they're like, oh, well, you know, you've got all this EA experience and now Disney animation experience. You'd be a great fit here. So I came over in an art director role for them. And same, kind of what we are talking about. We are just working on a lot of licensed property stuff. We were trying to pitch some original games, but they just weren't going anywhere. But there was a ton of work, and that's when I kind of reached out to Mike and brought him over. And so we were there for probably a good three, four years, five I mean, years. I mean, the start of it, though, you did have the... You, you were one of the creators with the other guys of Epic Mickey to help out that. Oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, part, part of that. Nice. Um, we had... Well, it's cool. We had a, a thing called, like, our Think Tank where we had a lot of interns um, working in there. And so we were just generating ideas. And some really talented guys... Uh, one guy in particular, a guy named Sean Vanneman, uh, kind of had this incubus of this idea, and uh, we just kind of kept riffing on it. And I kind of came into it a little bit late on the project, but I'm like, this is a great idea. And it was really cool. Um, and then it kind of got handed out. You know, we were farming it around to developers, ended up with Junction Point, and they did uh, took their take on it. It wasn't exactly how we saw it or pitched it, but they, you know, they have to put their own creative spin on it. So uh, they did that thing. But yeah, you're right. I guess there yeah. were some original yeah. things we did. Yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Just a little bit of uh, current news. What do you guys think about the... Are you segueing into our Why topics, by the way? Why was that funny? I don't know. He's totally blowing us off. Adam's laughing at everything. Really, really I don't know. Awkward segues. <laughs> there doesn't need to be so, a segue. You have Jason Carter. Speaking Enough of said. turkey yeah, legs... Why bye? <laughs> Why buy? Why buy? Why I tried to bring that up at the podcast that you weren't We've here. We've tried to bring it up 15 times already. Yeah. It's gonna Come on, Jason. Why go, ahead, go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sean, Sean, would you like to Gen. discuss why buy? No. No, it's all right. <laughs> I tried like five times that one day to we'll get, get that there. fucking we'll topic get there. going. It's on the board. So a little bit of current news. Double Fine in San Francisco. Oh. Creators of some of the old classic Grim Fandango, Monkey Island, point and click adventure games oh. from LucasArts. Uh, some of the, the key players there. They did something really interesting this week. Anybody want to speak to it? Josh? Oh, sure. Why not? I will go ahead and try. Try. So, uh, Double Find, uh, they <clears throat> went on to Kickstarter.com and uh, lobbied for... Explain Kickstarter. The Kickstarter is a website where you can pitch your ideas and ask for people to pledge to your <clears throat> um, idea, if you will, instead of standing out in front of a uh, grocery store going like, you know, hey... <laughs> money for the poor or money for this and stuff like that. You is, can... that the, is that the same place that Freddie Wong did all his uh, yes. his yeah. film pitch? Well, it's the big film they're yeah, working that on. Is, yeah, Video Game High School, if any of you have uh, seen Freddie Wong. doesn't know Freddie Wong, go look him up on YouTube. You'll be happy. Yeah. So, they, yeah, they did one and got funded and stuff like that, too. So Double Find, as well, 
is doing it. And just like Jason said, they have <clears throat> done many classic games in the past. Um, they asked for $400,000 to make a game because they figure, you know, nobody wants to play these games or it's very difficult to get a publisher on board to, <clears throat> you know, fund this going like, we don't really know about this and stuff like that. But <sighs> because while they're incredibly fun games, they may not be the Call of Duty $100 million correct, correct. massive franchise. <clears throat> As more of those, you know, games come on and stuff like that, I'm sure you guys can attest to this. You know, they see those dollars, you know, the big ups and stuff like that. And they go like, why can't we do that? Why can't we do that? We want this. We want this. Um, so with Kickstarter and Double Fine, they asked for $400,000 to start this uh, point and click shoot or not shooter point and click game. And <clears throat> within the first eight hours, they had gotten uh, over that amount. Fuck. Seriously? <clears throat> In the first eight <laughs> hours, awesome. they, be, they they said basically it was 300000 for the game and 100000 for the marketing of it. For the documentary. Oh, for the yeah, the marketing documentary. Yeah, the documentary. You are correct. Because uh, they were filming as they were doing it each time. <clears throat> I mean, you know, as, as the project was going. So now it's been, I don't know, wait, four days, five days or something like that. They still have... I think 22 days left to go, and they're already at, at about $2 million. Jesus. Wow. So I, I think People the... Just they yeah, they, did, they, just, they, just did a, well, they just did a video update today about what it is, because basically the more money that comes into it, the better the game can be. So now with... A, so now, now they're going to have vo- voice acting. Yes, more voice acting. Port it to more be. platforms. Yeah, it's going to be on PC. <laughs> it would be hard just not to walk away Mac, with Mac, Linux, or mil. something. Yeah, it, it, you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, it, died all, and, it died uh, in embryo stage. And, yeah. the, the, the thing that I really love about Kickstarter is there's a benefit on both sides to there. It's not just that I can right. go on there and I've got this creative project and I can say, hey, I need money from people and you can choose to do it. It's You get a benefit out of it too. Which Correct, is, yes, there are different you, tiers. Exactly, <clears throat> it's tiered donations. And if you donate, I believe Kickstarter, or for Double Fine, it was $15 and you get a copy of the game and access to the video documentary that's being filmed. And if you donate $30, it's the HD video documentary plus yeah. a poster. And that's it goes on and on ones. and on. The fun ones are when you get into like the 1000 or $3,000. Those or are the ones 10, I, yeah, I jump to because I'm those in. are the ones that are like, okay, here's the deal, dude. Your name's obviously in the game. We're going to fly you out. You're going to be, we're going to put you down as a co-producer. You're going to have... <laughs> You're gonna have info. You're gonna have sec- like the Freddy. This Walk sounds like Walk. a nerdtastic and voyage. <laughs> Let's try something out. Can we start raising money for this group? So you exactly, start absolutely. Do you have better beer. <laughs> I'm just more. Yeah, did our donation thing just, ever go up on quantity, the website? Quantity yeah. over quality. Let's be honest. Yeah, Fred, Freddy Freddy Wong's was no, pretty funny quality. because when they got up into the thousands, it was stuff like. I'll dress as Abe Lincoln and shoot anything you want to shoot where you want to shoot. <laughs> like it got pretty ridiculous at one point, but uh, I, that's the part I thought was awesome. Has anybody? Yeah, and the ten thousand dollar, the ten thousand dollar Kickstarter. Yes, right, I did the Freddie Wong one. You did Freddie Wong. I actually did. I did like the. I think I donated like fifteen or twenty dollars, which What'd was that buy you. It bought me <clears throat> the series um, as because it, it was gonna. It's gonna be a web a webisode thing. Mm-hmm. So I get all of those in HD. I get my name in the credits as a thank you. Um, long credits. Yeah, and I get that's Lord of the Rings shit. Some other sort of <laughs> thing. It was like the second tier I did or something like that. Like in the fan club. <laughs> so if there's any, if there's anybody out there that has a creative project and you're looking for a little bit of funding, Kickstarter is a really really great way to incentivize getting other people involved in your in your fundraising. And also, uh, it's an incredible place if you have money that you want to invest or you're looking for really cool creative projects that maybe you want to be a part of. You want your name attached to. For I believe as little as one dollar, you can go donate something to just about any project. The other idea, there. I mean, the other point to say about Kickstarter is that unless they reach their goal, you don't donate anything. And right. so mm-hmm. the whoever no, is, whoever is starting this project, it says our goal is our you know they say their goal is four hundred grand. If they reach three hundred ninety nine, it it doesn't happen. You get your bucks back. You get your bucks back. You don't mm-hmm. even get charged. And I did. The so only you thing, could be the dick that like puts the, them over. The it was like so everyone has to. Yeah, pay. I was like, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> And like yeah. noble, and let me donate this indie project, and then holy shit, they just charged my card. Yeah, like I'm that kind of in. thing. Because I did, I did a, a student film. One of my uh, somebody that graduated from the college I went to did a Kickstarter, and I think he was looking for like three grand, and I think a hundred was the absolute most. And it was like, I mean, whatever you can offer for a student film, you know, <laughs> credit, you know, copy. More uh, than deserve. Yeah, and it yeah. was it was one of those <laughs> things that I, I was like, I support my local school and. You know, I'll throw money your way, and then whatever. Thirty days later, I was like, "Oh, 
shit so, so are you executive VP? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they kept bumping him up. Give us another ten dollars. You, exactly. You're director Second now. Second director. Yeah. That that tiered the tiered benefits. I haven't seen anything, and it's been it's been it's been probably a little over two years now. And, and frankly, I'm I'm questioning the Kickstarter process because I was promised a DVD, and frankly, that's bullshit. Andrew, Andrew. So so Joe, Mike, you guys actually know a couple of the the guys up at uh, at Double Fine, right? What are your thoughts? thoughts on that whole move the whole getting eliminating the publisher and kind of fundraising yeah. all on the independent level i mean i, I think it's a, a brilliant idea especially for you know people out there like you said just guys in, in a in a garage saying hey i have this great idea put it out there and just see what you can get i mean i mean obviously double fine is not a guy in a garage i mean they put out some great games yeah. have some great talent amazing studio. yeah let's, uh, amazing we should studio. mention that that yeah. they just weren't guys who said no. hey we got a cool name called double fine give us money yeah. They had a backing. Yeah, they I had do, a brand. A, a lot of these guys like like will go around claiming that they're icons in the industry, but Tim Schafer truly is. I mean, that guy is such a visionary and such a pioneer. And this is just once again him breaking all the rules. I mean, that's why the guy is the guy, and uh, he's just so creative and thinks outside the box that he's coming up with these kind of game plans. Like, let's go on. Here's this new medium, and and it's a testimony that within a couple you know a couple days he's at two million dollars. It doesn't surprise me at all. The guy's just the man. And, uh, what's the? I don't know much about the the Kickstarter process, but what's the accountability? I mean, what's the the like you actually using yeah, the like money? What to, is, oh, I don't what know. is That's a good question. you know Double Fine's accountability to their two million dollars worth of donors to <clears throat> produce a product? I don't know. So you just say you donate the money, and then if you like, you said, "Hey, thanks, fools! I just ran away with two million bucks." Could yeah, you just do that? I, I mean, like I know they do the tier thing, and it's, it's like, like check cashing scheme. Yeah, and it's like Freddie, you know, it's like an Amway. Well, you know, yeah. it, it, it kind of it makes a lot of sense when I think about it because Tim, you know, the kind of stuff he does is so out there it is and, outside and unique. The box. Yeah. And he's like Tim Burton. He's like such a unique cat that. Um, but when he goes to publishers, I mean, just the, the the hardest part of his day is like, I need to raise capital for this and go to publishers, and they typically don't get it or they're like, well, we'll bank you, but then they they're like, well, I don't understand it, so they, they start meddling, like, watering yeah. it down, changing it, and it's like it's not his vision, and and this is a way for him to maintain his creative vision. And I think if I'm kicking into yeah. this process, it's like because I want Tim and his team to do the game they yeah, plan on doing. And that was that too. was no yeah. that was no statement at them or because yeah. I don't know them at all. Oh yeah, no, I was no. just I was more curious about the. And you have to, I, I think. You, you, I'm sure you got to be something to to sign up for it. Yeah, you know, I, when, I just, when that you're, was an you're, absolute you're, curious. Yeah, when you're yeah, banking, the you know, there's got to be something. I'm curious as to who's the demographic for that because I know we'd all be in for another point and click awesome adventure. But, Absolutely, yeah. and that's and that kind of shows you to where you know who's out there and stuff. You know, <clears throat> they've got two million dollars already. So clearly, there is enough of an audience for it, and there is. Hey, dude, I'm starting one for Point Break too. Who's with me? <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. In. Okay, I'll make that movie. As long as you play Kiana, you, you gotta be Swayze. I did that, dude. Point Break Jack Live. No, we went I've to been Point. Yeah, we went I've to Point there. Break Live, and Jack tried for out my birthday. for it. I tried out for it. And then you didn't get it. And no. Oh, this fucking oh. act. This fucking actor walked in. All oh. like, I'm off the street. I don't know how to do it. And then like nailed Keanu perfectly. Oh. <laughs> We're like, fucking don't you just say the one thing? Like you just there's. I'm not gonna lie, Josh. It was fun though, right? Oh, it was great. And like when we when we were you know walking around and the the guys before the show the guys walking around he's just like. Are any of you going to try out? We're like, oh, I don't know. You know, this guy of mine, it's his birthday and stuff. He goes, honestly, just just, just go with it another way. He goes, the best shows that we have are the people that don't know what's going on. Exactly. He's like, oh, we had this, he's like, so oh, we had, we had yeah, exactly. this Asian guy come in who couldn't <laughs> speak, speak English, English very well. <laughs> so he was just like, oh, you know, nobody right Oh, you know, just like way. Just, yeah. If you, you know, don't know the premise, it basically, it, it's, it's like point William, break, like the movie. William Hung style. Yeah, but basically. A, yeah, but a stage show and they have a cue card reader, a woman who follows you and you're playing piano. You fill in for that. Everybody else is an actor, and they read cue cards to you, and you just read the lines. And uh, they, I'm an FBI agent, yeah. like all this crap. And it's funny. It would have been funnier to have somebody who had no idea. Yeah, they had they, they had like this really apparently too. Like they had this really uh, a very large man who during if you guys haven't seen Point Break, there's something wrong with you. But um, there's you know skydiving is is part of it as well. And so they have <laughs> they, they hang you well. from the ceiling in this little harness and just you just pretend like you're you skydiving. But they this guy was too you. big, he couldn't fit, and like oh, it couldn't God. support him. So he just had to like stand there. He said to just go like, oh, which you know would have been gold to see. So yeah, 
I don't know why. That's our point. We, I, yeah, I don't know where that, we got yeah, onto yeah, that. Now that's a segue. I don't know how we ended up. Hey, so segueing onto uh, hey, speaking why by speaking speaking of action sports like skydiving, Adam, tell us about. Race car driving. No, wait. That's not up on the board. That's no, not up on the it board. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter. It's yeah, on the list. It's on the list. On the list. It's on the list. True. But when Adam really? Adam missed that episode, and we said I he was did. out like, right, doing right, some rally driving. Right. I did. Talk I did about some it. Two, two, right, two weeks ago. Okay. Two weeks ago, you were in Washington, correct? I was. What were you doing up there? One of the perks of Top Gear, which is clearly not going to monster truck driving this Friday or Saturday. Weak bastard. <laughs> Jack and Jason got a little close right there. Uh, yeah, one of the perks of Top Gear was this the state, chance not the capital, uh, my director and myself had to go up to Dirtfish Rally School in Seattle, Snoqualmie specific. Um, they've taken over anybody that's seen Twin Peaks. They've taken over the uh, lumber mill and all that, like the police station, everywhere they film that kind of that area. They've taken over that whole property and have put together this rally school with eleven properly uh properly roll cage engines the whole deal uh subaru imprezas and you come out and they have i think they have anywhere from two hours to three days uh, of courses and it's uh i think it's two hours half day full day two day and three day and uh i got they they comped myself and my director uh the three-day class which is i think around like three grand and uh it was, it was it was probably one of the the absolute coolest things I've ever done. I'm sorry, I'm not even hearing a word you're saying. You guys are so fucking close. Look, Am look I know? No, look, I've got my like arm hugging each him. other. <laughs> I've got my arm around him, but it's he's just uncomfortable. Yeah. We've had a couple of awkward. Sean has reached the end of the couch. Exactly. He's got nowhere left to go. It's because I keep scooting over. Because I'm like, I like what's soon. going on here. Uh, if you want to share his mic, you can. I'll just take oh, over this all one. All right, we'll do that. <laughs> um, but needless to say, they've got a they've got a system up with up there where this this three day course. I can't even use the pop filter anymore. I <laughs> yeah, know you're outside of it. Bullshit. <laughs> like, why don't you just stop talking then? It'd probably be easier for everybody. Um, but needless to say, you walk out of this class with knowledge that's going to do you no good on the road. <laughs> Absolute no good on the road. Uh, did you it, did any, did anybody roll? No, any of the cars? no. It's 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 really really well done, and they're very good about. They don't want to destroy their cars, and I think each one of these cars costs probably about two hundred grand uh, by the time Yeesh. it's all said they, and done. Were they? They're like all WRX. They're all WRX. They're all STIs, and they all came from kind of Vermont Autosports, which does all the modifications for that kind of thing. But it's this very bizarre. I don't know the kind of demographic that this this system is set up for, but. If you've got three grand to blow, it was fantastic. It was. Would it be like honestly, the equivalent of going to Woodward? Probably, but for like racers, but probably better because it's the kind of thing where you're sitting there and you always have a co-driver that's one of the teachers, and he's literally going, "No, go faster, 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 shift gears." Shift. <laughs> I don't want it. No, I go get. And I'm sitting there going like. Okay, okay. And it's like you're in the car too. You're in the car too. Is it because he knows you're not? He knows. Be I mean, he knows what's going on, and, he, and he is. And... They are. They are very, very good. Mm. And you're sitting there going down this straightaway, and I don't know. I never really looked down at the speedometer, but I mean, I was, I was on a dirt road, you know, twelve feet wide, trees going like a hundred, and he's like faster, 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 Jeez. faster. He's like slam on no, 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 slam on the brakes, and you're sliding, and then you're drifting through this corner, and it's just the most bizarre, like. Amazing. How is it ever. with the like dirt and crap? Like, come uh, on. Like, it was pretty it... wet. It was pretty muddy. Uh, it was awesome. I mean, it, it nothing nothing hits the windshield and stuff like that. But it was just the the first day was very slow, and you're learning like you're learning left foot braking, and you're learning a lot of like working both pedals and stuff like that. And it's bizarre. And so you get done with the first day, and you're like. I wasn't in the car enough. This is bullshit. I paid <laughs> other people paid three thousand dollars for this bullshit, <laughs> and I'm not in the car enough. And then by the end of day three, you're like, I don't know how they taught me what I know. And frankly, if they weren't in the car, I would have put it into that tree. <laughs> and so it's that really weird, bizarre where like I've learned something, but I haven't really learned anything because he's telling me kind of what to do the whole time. Do you think it'll help you, like, be on the show more to do stuff? No, I don't know. No. No, I mean, no, someone's no. got to be next you've to me. No, well, but you've you done feel, a lot of driving I've on done the a lot show. of driving on the like show. you feel like you're driving on the show? Probably. For this I, I will bit? say one of the most amazing things they teach you is just that, that how, uh, like, shifting the weight in the car totally affects everything. Mm. And it's this whole, in a car that is this just sedan, lifting off the brake puts enough um, traction on the front wheels that you can do significantly more than you ever thought you could. 
So literally just, or lifting out the gas, sorry, lifting out the gas transitions enough weight to the front tires that you can now make this turn at significantly higher than you thought you could before. Huh. And then you add a little bit of brake and now you can go even faster into that corner and it's just, it's bizarre. It's one of those oh, things I never that, thought about that. Yeah, it's really yeah. this weird. There's, there's this technique called uh, lift, turn, brake, where literally you lift off the gas, you turn the tire, That's that puts the pressure on the front tires, and then you just slowly increase the brake, and you'll just you'll just carve through corners. And it's it's bizarre. Obviously different than if you're on like a, a it's normal a little, course trying to drift, though. It is different, and it's a, it's a, it's a technique that is very uh, specific to rally and mixed surfaces. and, and So that you haven't used it in your, um, My ranger, in your ranger around the corner? I will say that the, 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 main, the main problem, I mean, Tobias is a fantastic uh, straight street. Yes. Um, but the main problem is they have uh, uh, all cars really have ABS, and these are all, there's no power oh, okay. anything. So... <clears throat> They the first thing they do after that whole you just drive around in a circle and you're just practicing this lift turn brake is they go okay you need to know what it takes to lock up these brakes so literally you're going sixty on pavement and they're like slam on the brakes and you're like okay and you slam on the brakes as hard as you think you are and but nothing still happens not hard enough. nothing happens like you, you barely <laughs> you barely <laughs> slow down <laughs> and they're like no slam on the brakes and so you I mean quad sore you're just locking <laughs> up the tires. And they're like, okay, now just back that off, like lift up your big toe instead. And it's like, now that's changed the game. And it was, it was absolutely wow. incredible. And so if you have, Crazy. if you have $3,000 to burn, um, why would I I'm buy in. that though? Uh, Why buy it when, when you can try I it? I don't know if they, Come are, on. If they signed How up for that. How fucking awesome segue is better Dude, than this that? This is going to be the best mystery that our <laughs> fucking podcast has ever had. Fuck ever. that. No, no, no. Fuck just, that. We're ta- we, we have two special guests who do nothing about this. We're talking about it exactly. now. Let's talk about it. Because I, I signed up for it. I will say I just signed, signed up for it. Yeah, the only reason we're talking about it is because fucking Jack signed up for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna gonna lie. Kind of. I mean, it's kind of. Kind of. Sean, in all fairness, Sean brought this site to us. Probably. I'm not gonna lie. Probably a month ago. Longer than. All right. Let me talk about (laughs) this. So. so, I don't know. Let's let Jack talk more about it because it seems like he's been here more. Fine. No, honestly, no, so I would steal Sean's thunder. I if actually I didn't let him stumbled talk. upon this site. So I've talked about Stumble Upon before. Whoever's not using Stumble Upon, you're a fucking idiot. Go use Stumble Upon. <laughs> but uh, I stumbled upon the site, and it is essentially <laughs> it's it's a modern day try before you buy. And it's What's a website it called? subscription called whybuy.com, mm-hmm. the letter Y, mm-hmm. buy.com. Good to know. And uh, pretty much what you do is you sign okay. up, and there is a monthly subscription fee, which I think is $24 a month. $24, yeah. Um, you get, they send you your pick of the month of the equipment that you want to try. And they have high-end stuff, like iPad 2. I think that's the difference is the equipment is, is, so it's, is very high Yeah, you're not, you're, not, you're not getting plush toys. You're getting, like, real technical stuff that you want to play with. There's like and Roombas and everything like no, that. Exactly. Dyson vacuum. <laughs> like Revel. Thousand dollar like coffee espresso makers. machine with like fifteen. Yeah. What if I want plush toys? Go for it. Um, <laughs> okay. But anyway, they send it to you. They ship it for free. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure your monthly fee like pays for the shipping both ways. You know, they, it says it. It says it, it counts. It, yeah. It's free shipping or whatever. But they they send you the item. You use it for <clears> a month. And you decide if you want to buy it and keep it. And if you want to buy it, then you pay for it and you keep it. Otherwise, you send it back. It's pretty much like so those... So they send you a new one, not a used this, one. Yeah, I, no, think they, I think it's all new. I think they yeah. send you a new one and you yeah, send it Are you back. required to do any But if you guys remember it? like, like 20, 10, 10, 15 years ago when they had like the CD mailer dealies oh, yeah, where you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to listen to this album for like a week and then I don't like it and I'm going to send it back and no one ever sent it back. Um, it's pretty much like that. It's that service, and I, I think I'm like twelve thousand three hundred eighty-four on the waiting. That's the list. interesting part. Is when you see, he sent me this thing. He said, "Hey," and I got to him after this. He said, "Hey, dude, sign up." I was like, "All right, cool." I just thought it was yeah. you sign up, you're you get a login, you're in. I sign up, and it goes, "Hey, you're seventeen thousand five hundred thirtieth." And I'm like, "What?" And then it says, "It's awesome, but if you but invite it, a friend, you move up in the list." Yeah, that fucker just moved up, up in the list. <laughs> so go to our Facebook at Nerdtastic and Three D and sign up at the link that I posted, and you'll bump me to number one. Thank you. How many are they accepting? The first viral pyramid scheme I've heard of. It is. Yeah, right exactly. Now. Exactly. They're based out of Manhattan Beach. It's a it's a local. That should have been I enough. Down, I can go down have, and punch uh, the person in the face if I don't get what I want. They have. I think. I think it's a million dollar. I, I looked up the company because I was curious. I think they have. They have over a million dollar backing yeah. uh, from other companies. Have, but I, I think I was more impressed people. with the products hmm. that they actually had to try. 
because uh, there were some on there that would be cool to just try out. I, yeah. I don't know if I'd buy it. Like would, mixers? I, I would totally get Audio a deep mixers? fryer. Audio mixers? Audio mixers? Yeah. Up. Well, it sounds like in 2019 you'll get your chance. so i wanted to take it to a tiny bit of a more serious note for the kind of wrap-up of the evening i want a gun in my house jason leave me alone best buy fucking sucks (laughs) sorry not to joe not to joe hey it was best Buy was good to me i got no problem it's on like donkey Kong. by the way in case you guys haven't figured out the formula of the show is i try and change the subject everyone else complains about it for about a half an hour (laughs) sounds good we don't complain we just like to interrupt you to see you squirm uh, no we really, involved. we really do not care. It's the most socially awkward thing we've ever seen Jason do is when we interrupt him and he goes, <laughs> yeah. He stares at the floor for about ten seconds. <laughs> See, he's doing it now. He's doing it now. Look at him. Look well, at him. Now, now he's rubbing his face in his eyes. You will be able to look at him because this Which is being recorded. Really, oh, that's right. really. I hope. We, we I are hope recording this GoPro style. I hope we stopped recording about an hour ago. I can't guarantee about twelve anything. minutes in. Anything. So I was watching. I'm a little bit behind you guys on Walking Dead. Whoa. I'm watching. A little bit would be an understatement. Yeah. What what episode? I am the first <laughs> episode of season two. Can I just oh, okay. be the guy that the, the asshole that says nothing really happens on that show until the last five minutes? I'm I'm, I'm not. I'm against that show. Okay. What's with you? So anyways, you, you call yourselves nerds? Come on. Oh, I'm I am tired of people bitching about stupid rules. shit. Fight zombies. Cool. Fight each other. Dumb. Yes. <laughs> And so, talk for 15 minutes about Oh, nothing. big deal. That guy Stupid. thought you were dead, and so he's fucking your wife. Who gives a shit? Kill the zombies. Go read the comics. Your kid's They're alive. Fine. Better. Kill the zombies. If you haven't read the comics and you're watching the show, you're an idiot. you got to let Jason talk about his love of the show now. Have you read the comics, Jason? I've never read the comics. Idiot. Yep. <laughs> Come on. All right, Jason's fine. The mic's yours. Go kind ahead. Of. Proceed. We're all defeated. So I watched Transformers this weekend. <laughs> you oh, don't, fantastic. You do Sorry, the third one? The third the first one. one? Oh. Dark of the Moon. And the I alien, watched... The alien chick? <laughs> That's the second one. Oh, yeah. Two. The tongue. She was hot. Yeah, she was super hot. Yeah, she was hot. And I was yeah. watching... I'd be okay so with hot. anything yeah, that yeah. robot alien was going to do to me. You can tongue me. <laughs> Into my butthole. With your spikes. <laughs> my butthole. <laughs> Go ahead, Jason. So I was watching Transformers. <laughs> the salad that has been tossed and top two. God. <laughs> and while watching Transformers, <laughs> I came to this conclusion. You're taking a long time to get to this conclusion. <laughs> I'm just trying to get I, all I the laughter out of the room. Dead. Don't worry. What yeah, happened? Yeah, just, did, what you interrupted about dead? 64 times. That's what <laughs> happened. We derailed Walking Dead and now we're on to Transformers. I think we can stop it. Because I'm an idiot. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you. Word. So I was watching Transformers and I didn't really love the movie. And and I was watching Walking Dead last night. Oh, there it is. And I'm Segway. I'm very much drawn to the show. Really love this show. And I don't know that it's as much like, hey, the show is this great, amazing piece of storytelling, other than that I have this incredible love for narrative storytelling. And I used to be the kind of guy who was obsessed with movies, going to see movies. That's why I got into this industry, going to see movies. And I've noticed a shift in myself, and it became really, really prevalent over the last couple of days, that movies are always going to be interesting because there's such high production value and high budgets, right? Well, the, well not always, but the movies that I uh, have really, really good narrative storytelling. But the, the thing that was really, really interesting was I think the reason I didn't like Transformers was because there wasn't enough narrative storytelling. Not that it wasn't good at telling a story, but I sp- felt like after three hours... I wanted. It was a popcorn entertainment. Movie. I love the third. Did you it was, see it was, those guys jumping out of a fucking plane? Wait a minute. Before you go on and rail the movie, I'm going somewhere with this. I was saying I'm not going to rail the movie. I was defending it. I was going. Yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> okay, well, before you even talk about, let them finish. Okay. It's been like Simmer 10 down minutes Optimus already. That's kind of the goal is just to really drag anything out. Jesus, with that's why we're here for like four hours. You guys signed up for something you weren't ready for. It's time to go. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jason. Sorry, Jason. Go ahead, Jason. No, 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 Jason. Seriously, go. Don't cry. I'm no, I'm no, no crying here. So, what I want to know from you guys is, you're all storytellers. Every single one of you, in your own regard, you all like storytelling. I know each one of you, and, and that's a part of who who you guys are and what entertains you. What I'm curious about is, 
what form of storytelling, of narrative storytelling? Because for me, movies aren't long enough. I want long, episodic, continually developing character character arcs well, and story arcs. Would a miniseries help? Or would you want sure. like a full-on seven, you know? Basically, the idea is I, I, view, I view movies, it just, just specifically for narrative storytelling, I view movies as a short-form narrative storytelling, mm. right? I view games... I view. So you want like epic poems and shit? Sure. I view oh, games. Wow. I view books, graphic novels as Weird. long, Jeez. long form narrative storytelling, and then I view TV as somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in this kind of middle road of you're going to get a in a good TV show. You you know you may get seven seasons or whatever of a of a That's good. That's a thing. hell of a lot of episodes. Though. Sure. That, that drags what out way longer gone? than. A book does drags out way longer. Well, than I'm talking about like a book series, do. you know, like a series of like six books or whatever, like, like the, the, say the Harry, like Harry the Potter series, series, just for example. But so I think you read those the faster than I watch seven. Series. He's talking about Twilight. He's into that. Yeah, Super into totally Twilight. Twilight. I totally was like, I know Jason team Edward. loves that. It's Jason. <laughs> team Edward. I'm team the guy that hit the the Bella by a car. I love that you don't know any of it. I'm team that, that one. I'm bitch team that werewolf. Team Sucket. <laughs> you made Josh leave. I go, I gotta pee. <laughs> so my question for you guys, thank you, Golden Road, is as narrative storytellers, what's your preferred ingestion of story? What's the way that you like to participate in or experience narrative storytelling? Is it in short form, long form? Is there a particular thing that stands out to you that's most interesting to you right now in life? I can speak to where I am in my life so i used to love films i would go to movies at the theater with friends or by myself all the time i still like doing it but by yourself be honest <laughs> by myself mostly um <clears throat> but i loved the i loved that aspect of entertainment um and now that i'm a father and i spend most of my time either at work or at home i actually like tv series but i'm pretty specific about what i want to watch just because it's a it's a smaller piece of a bigger story. So I think I'm kind of where Jason is when he's talking about Walking Dead, where I do like that continual um, storytelling process. Progression. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, sometimes it's just difficult for me to sit down to an entire movie or even to feel like I want to watch an entire movie at a time. So like hour-long segments of something feels like it fits in my life right now very well. Yeah. I agree. Again, I kind of got, again, I have two kids as well, too. And I don't have time to take hours. Like I said, I love it. I don't even know the last time I went to the fucking movies. Uh, but again, like Breaking Bad, Joe got oh me into Breaking Bad. Oh, my God, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Joe Shows got me amazing. into Breaking Bad. Shows so, brilliant, brilliant. So it's just like, that's what you're talking about. So it's just totally, not like Dexter. I used to love Dexter. I, I, I've kind of fallen out so, of Dexter a little bit. It's gotten a little weak. You know, yeah. so again, it's just like, yeah, the season yeah. ends. It's a new one. But I, what I like about Breaking Bad is that season ends. It's still continuing arc. That story is still continuing. Yeah. So and I'm a it's a phenomenal. huge fan of Fringe. I don't know if anyone watches Fringe. I, I need to. I've heard I nothing but I love that show. We tried. And it keeps getting more interesting as I go through it. There are some parts of the series where it's like, eh, that acting's kind of questionable but the it does just, have joshua jackson just the storytelling Fantastic. in general and how they're dealing with like supernatural double universe kind of crazy i love that shit that's uh, that's what uh, i'm into so that's i think that's one of my favorite shows on tv now after mm. i finished breaking bad okay I'll, I'll admit that the the tv shows especially the dramas always oh and archer is awesome i was yes. well that's that's exactly <laughs> that's where show. i was gonna go is that <laughs> Is that when I watch these TV dramas and uh, Walking Bad is one which I, I really wanted to like, and I just get so tired of. I'm really frustrated. Let's Bad. watch. I think he just took Breaking Bad and Walking Dead. I'll watch it. Walking I like Walking Dead. Walking Bad. Walter White is a zombie. I will I'm say in. I tried yeah. Breaking Bad too. And I, I thought just, you were a witty. Fucking uh, zombie guy. I got tired. I did get. I got burnt out on a little bit of both of them because I just get tired, especially Walking Dead. Where it's just like, let's watch these people just bitch. Uh, yeah, exactly. For no reason. It's tired like, of people It's like, I can watch reality shows. I minutes. can watch all that bullshit. Until someone shoots somebody. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure it's it's a utopia when everybody's <laughs> a walking dead zombie <laughs> cannibal trying it to eat you. And, what, what, what is there to bitch about? And frankly, maybe I just really want to watch Shaun of the Dead. 20 times in a row and, yes. and call it season one and two of Walking Dead. Have you Dead. seen Zombieland? I have. Oh, it's yes. fantastic. Brilliant. Zombieland but like, is awesome. It's that kind of thing where it's like, okay, so a drama... I have very high standards for it, but like the things that draws me on television is usually like the comp, like Archer is fucking fantastic. 
Like, Archer is a fantastic show. I will say, yeah, I mean, let's just like FX across the board has probably runs, nailed the yeah. last. I mean, the league is in the league on FX. The uh, league justified. Justified. FX, I mean, a well, Nip Tuck was American a fantastic Hor- American show. Horror American Horror, Horror Story was, was Nip Tuck. Yeah. That yes. last, yeah. one, last couple shot. seasons, yeah. kind of. But I will say, uh, like the league and Archer, like comedy shows. On television is what draw me in. I might be a bit different than I think. But like, I'll watch a movie, and a movie, you know, Jason says he's looking for longer, and I think longer gives more chance to dilute. I I don't need that much, like yeah, like kind of with Lost, to be honest with you. Oh fuck, like Lost and you know, but to also to that point, it's not up to the creators; it's also to the studio. Like I know the creators of Lost, they wanted to end it earlier. But the studio wants to milk because it's a cash cow. So they want to go as far as they can, as long as they can. So you have to make kind of an, you know, uh, meet in the middle and stuff like that. So they, you know, met in the middle at at seven seasons and stuff like that. But to me, still, you know, it draws it out. So like Jason was saying with TV and stuff like that, and and totally 100% with you, Adam, it, it gives it a chance to dilute it. And a lot of times it does. It will segue off. You'll kind of lose lose interest a little bit and everything like that. And I find miniseries to be the most fantastic thing. Yeah. Because you will sit there, they will tell the story, they will nail it. It will be a close and an end and within, yeah. you know. And that's the kind of thing that like 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 a show, especially nowadays. You, you get invested in these shows. And I started watching Alcatraz, and I think I'm I'm five or five episodes in, and I'm uh, I'm kind of digging it. But who knows how long it's gonna last? And so you get invested in these shows that just don't end. And so a movie, I'm like, two hours. I'm pretty sure they're gonna finish this movie. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Rocky's they're gonna, gonna make wrap it, it up. <laughs> yeah, but you I know? guess I guess to counter you, you, what you're saying, Adam. In my opinion, I guess I'm at the point where two hours isn't enough for me. Like, like I get what you're saying. Like a complete story is uh, is is ideal. Yeah. Like some have a have a, a beginning, yeah. middle, and end. But for me, <clears throat> I'm not gonna get invested in Shia LaBeouf saving the world from robots again. Now maybe Transformers is a now poor that, example. Yeah, that's I'll, a, I'll, 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 I'll have, have to say, say it's had a, a lot to very do with that. Shia LaBeouf was a, whatever he was. But there. let's take a good drama of recent year. Let's take like Benjamin Button or something. Like oh, it was a good I movie. Good drama. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking about just a long movie. But I'm I'm talking about a, a movie that was that was a good drama, and I still don't feel like you get as connected to those characters or their relationships as you would in in a walking dead because or in those, a lost uh, to me not to cut you off but with those that are good you only want it to last because you're enjoying it so much not that it hasn't completed or or um wrapped up or anything for me it's because i've enjoyed this i want to see more so it's not like you know the, the story hasn't been told it's just so good hmm. my my take is is i you know, I, I work on films. I, stri- I strive to get out of games, actually. When I moved out here, games was... Because I couldn't get into Tiburon. I was in Orlando and left Full Sail and wanted to get a oh, job. Right. And, and okay. that's all that's in Orlando. At, yeah, yeah. You know, in yep, 2000 yep. when I got out. So I was fuck, okay, I got to come out here. Uh, the whole time I was in games, because it was such, for me, a shitty experience, I wanted to get into film because I love film. And I'm and, and the reason I stay in film is because that, that passion's still there. I feel like... and. Almost everybody in this room, besides, uh, I'm assuming Joe has kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Besides Adam and Josh, uh, I I have been forced out of. For no no better, and this is my wife or my child. I'm not putting fault on them. I've uh, been somewhat forced out of the love uh, of some of films as I used to because of I can't I can't go to them like I used to. Like my the highlight of my day was when I would talk Sean into an afternoon where we'd have a break in our schedule. I'm like, dude, let's run down AMC real fast and catch this. <laughs> we've done that a few yeah, times. Yeah, we do that a lot. Uh, we do that, and, and I and I still that's uh, a I, shit. I did it the other don't day to see Underworld. That. What was the, the movie? The Walkman. Or, uh, the Watchman. Don't do Watchmen. that with the Watchman. Oh <laughs> Three hours of fucking blue with. junk. Yeah. No, we did it. We did it at uh, <laughs> it. Transformers. Transformers. Yeah, the third one was the last time we did that. Yeah, you want to do one during your break? Go see Piranha 3D. That kicked ass. That was we did it. So instead of blue junk in your face for three hours, it's one bit of blue junk way in front of the screen. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, but there was some boobs. boobs, My girl, my girl Kelly Kelly Brook was in that, and she was topless. I was happy. Enough said. It was in 3D. So Jack, Jack, my question to you is. It, does moves. does the fact that your life has changed and your priorities have changed in a way so that you don't get to experience movies have that has that impacted what your preference is or do you genuinely I'm, find that you're missing narrative storytelling in short form? I'm very, very, now. I'm yeah. very, very, like very like I'm very specific. I'm very specific with the shows that I watch now. 
Um, I, I take, you know, I we watched American Horror Story through. That's just amazing. And that's the way they did. It's very smart. It's a one season thing. Now we move on and they're going to do a whole new cast and it's a whole new take. And that's how they're approaching. It's cool. I did Lost. I for what better or worse, I dedicated. Because uh, you, know, you were just in it. Seven years. Well, it was worse. Well, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You did yeah. Lost just because you were fucking in it. But the thing with American had- Horror Story, like, not sorry, dude, but like every episode, you were like, this could have been a season finale. Like, Cliff, like enough. it was it just like, you ended it and you're like just like, that was fucking awesome. What are they going to do next? And then it was just like, oh, snap, and this happened. And then like, you know, next episode, it was great. TV, though, to me now is very forced. I feel like I'm very now forced as a family. Once again, I feel like I'm going back and, and slamming on having a family, but I feel like, <laughs> I, well, and better or worse, and maybe no one's going to back me up because if their wives listen, but I, I, I'm, I'm very much now forced to be, to be part of the family and be where I'm forced to watch TV now. More Do you than watch I, more American than Horror Story with your daughter? No, oh, sorry. Um, You're talking about family shows. Uh, no, well, anything. No, he's we watch about being with his family. Uh, being, TV. being anybody in here who's had a family, you unless you are a big TV junkie to start with, you're that's just better or worse. That's where you spend your time. Well, I think. Um, and my my time, I there there is a lot of other productive things. Usually, when I'm home, that I used to be able to do that now I can't do till everybody's in bed. And my time, yeah. you know, my time falls in this evening. So when we are there, the stuff I end up watching now, which is probably cheesy as hell and shows me how family man i'm at is is hgtv reality shows where they're building shit in your house oh I, yeah I, there are shows that are good are so you not Jason narrative storytelling right that's right modern, no, modern show, family no we watch that uh, no yes. modern family is great good. no no that's really that's like one show family. we watch I, i'll go out of my way looking for the arrest and development office that's yes. what it's all about teen mom i used no no listen i used to hate people who dedicated their schedule this is before i had a family i used to hate people who dedicated their schedules around being home for a show i fucking hated it like you can't come out tonight it's this night i'm like you're you're not coming out because a fucking tv show's on now this is before dvr sure and there was that whole thing of if you didn't see it dude you lost it you're not gonna see it again (laughs) shit i missed cheers last night oh ted what'd he do am i that old no one yeah yeah okay anyways i mean you that old (laughs) anyways Needless to say, like that, I, and I think that stays with me a bit. Where movies was like this big thing with with always with my group of friends, and it was just oh man, that be like Transformers three. I'm not seeing it for anything with story. Matter of fact, I, I the last thing I would ever bring up about that movie would be story. Was there a story? Yeah, yeah. robots attack shit, and the <laughs> oh, other okay. robots defend yeah. the shit, and then stuff blows up. Yeah, I got it because I like shit that blew over. up. I mean, I, I I I I'm working on animated films now, but I mean at the time that was the shit I loved. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you brought up the idea of family, and I do think for me with films, that that did become part of the reason that that films has become... I'm very critical now, because mainly it's because of the price point. When you have a family of four, and it's like 20 bucks a pop to go, so there's 80 bucks right there, then another 40 bucks in popcorn and sodas. where are you going to the movies? Yeah, well... (laughs) You go to IMAX. You go to to Arclight, and if it's a 3D movie, it's $19. Yeah, so you're looking... you know. 80 bucks 100 bucks 120 bucks to go to I go to the AMC special before noon on Friday and Saturday and Sunday but not with the whole family even not with the whole family you leave them at home you go to the Pasadena $1 show if you really want (laughs) yeah but but then you have to wait for a film it's been out for four months and at that point I'm like I'm going to buy it on DVD because it's been out for four months and and that's what the whole time I'm sitting there going racking up the money going man this film better be worth it because I can just wait two and a half weeks and it'll be on DVD and I'll get it then uh, so that's part of it, and then and then part of it too. We all do work in the, or I think most of us work in the movie industry or have experience there, and you kind of know how that stuff. No, you know, you know, you know how they make films. So sometimes you have a critical eye, and you're you're not you, you don't get bought into the illusion anymore because you're kind of seeing you know some of the tricks of the trade. Totally, I, I my, my, shut off though. My wife is pretty thing. good about that. That's good. That's great. Yeah, now I, at I home, shut, though, when it goes off. to DVD or I get a screener or somebody gives me a copy at home. My wife hates watching movies with me because all of a sudden the shit I don't say in the theater comes out. Because yeah, yeah. I'm I'm watching Transformers on the theater for boom, psh, yeah. and being pew, excited, pew, pew, pew. I go yeah. home and I'm like, oh, they fucking did a horrible comp yeah, yeah. on that, you that know? And, yeah. But I've actually I've ruined my wife for that because like as time has gone on, she's like sitting there and I'm like, that's fake. She goes, shut up. And it's like, yeah, really good stuff. And then now I'm just like, you can tell because of this, this, this. And I look. And now when she watches stuff, she goes. Oh my god, that was so bad! And like she'll sit there and go, like you've ruined me for this. Yeah. And now sad. she watches it with a very critical eye, like I do. And I mean, I can separate myself if I'm wrapped in the story, but 
when it's really bad like that, it does take you out a little bit of the story being that, you know, you're not going to sit there and go, this movie sucked because of it, but you will sit there and go like, Ooh, but what do you, what kinda... do you, I mean, what do you, and you, you go, I don't know if you're still done. You used to go at least once a week. Where are your, where are your expectations when you go into these things? Love. I always ask people that Love. people come out bitching about, they, they go and see Piranha 3D and they come out Love. and they're like, fucking movie was horrible. Well, because awesome. okay, what well, did you go because, in? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you have to know that yeah. expectations now, are about three dollars an hour. I think nowadays, <laughs> put a dollar value on it. Nowadays, you can do the most amazing effects on your computer at home. You know that are that are so. Back in the day, you know, like uh, Independence Day, when you saw that laser come down and blow up. The, the capital of the White House and stuff like that. You were like, oh, shit, I'm going to go see that. They did you that know, for you, real. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. Miniature. But you went, no, you, like, went to, you went to the movies for that choice. reason. You went to the movies to see these special effects. Nowadays, special effects cannot carry a movie because you can do it in anything. You know, you can do it so well. So now the story really has to drive song. you. The story really has to drive you. So now when I go in, I'm not expecting to see... Oh, this better be amazing effects and stuff like that. Now it's like, okay, I know this is probably going to look cool, but it's got to also wrap me up in a story. That, that's an interesting point because that also is one of the problems I have with a lot of the more action-packed movies is the bar for special effects has been ramped up so much that now it's like we're constantly farming stuff out to all these different studios because we've got to have so many effect shots in the film. And then you end up something with like Green Lantern where I'm like, this should have been great. And oh, it was just so... Yeah. Everything was bad across the board. Bad models, bad animation, bad... you know. Lighting is just like, oh, what a shame. But they're trying to ramp it up, ramp it up, ramp it up. That I hope we get to a tipping point where they can come back down, I guess, to where you were going with this in the first place to just tell a good story. And you don't need to have all the bells and whistles and special effects. And especially to do that. certain studios, too. Like if you watched um, The Incredible Hulk, the second one with Edward Norton, mm. some shots looked amazing. Anything with a helicopter, you looked at it, you're like, oh, shit. I mean, it looked like a bad sci fi movie. And you're just like, what studio did that? Right. You know, you're just because, again, like you were saying, so many studios have been yeah. farmed. But that bothers that me stuff. with TV. And I know their schedules, and I and I have friends who work on those episodes, who work on Walking Dead even. And the problem Can you get me a walk on roll? Because I will fly to Atlanta and make that. I'll be there. If it, you can make it happen, <laughs> Honestly, I'll be there. Honestly, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's probably not hard. You have what? a pulse. Oh, my God. George is pretty open. No, but the effects. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think it. it's a lock. But the effects. Yeah, The effects in TV. Josh's point, Josh's point saying, well, anybody with a computer, and this is where I, I argue. Anybody with a computer can do effects. Well, those people who with a computer at home should start at least with the TV episodes first. And then we'll let him move the movie. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that it looks like Walking Dead final episode season one. Jason, you have seen that explosion. That was cheesy. You're looking at me like you oh, that God. was cheesy. Yeah, was Walking cool. Dead. That, that was. Have, have you listened to it? Okay. the first chink in the armor? So and a and a season yeah. one Walking Dead is yeah. the worst explosion. I agree. Of of just CG and way unnecessary. And I'm like, sure that was their budget. Was all for that. Especially when you look at what the book did, and then like kind of what it did with that, you're just the kinda book like, drew that. Ah. We're still not so much more like still, and it was like that that explosion I like, could have stared at forever. Yeah, it, it was like in the in the TV show, it was like, oh, it's over. But in the in the book, it was still on the page. And I was there's like, there's no explosion. But story, in the page. Yeah, story That's the saves thing. it. You know, and you and you yeah, hope busted. the story in that case story. I haven't read it. Story <laughs> saves those. Idiot! Kinds of idiot! Yes. Yes. Fuck. <laughs> So, I think it's just about time that we wrap up tonight, guys. Oh, shit. Look at that. Time pee. flies when you're having fun. But a couple of things, a little housekeeping before we end. For anyone out there who has thoughts on how they prefer narrative storytelling, let us know. We want to hear. We're curious to have this discussion continue. And to really end things up, <laughs> why buy? Joe and Mike, thank you so much Yay! for being here and joining us today. Yeah, yeah hand clapping. And, Our and first guest. That's not your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fine. No, it's on th your face. Thanks for having thanks, us. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. And we hope to have you guys join us again in the future. And we'd come love back. to have you again. Sure. Well, I want to come back. We're just looking for friends. We're just. Yeah. You want to just give them your home. For the love of God. For, God. For, for one, Jason, Jason's nuts were delicious. <laughs> so I, I will be back and for two uh, it. because I'm not going to let Best Buy get slammed I will be here for that because <laughs> nice. nobody puts Best Buy in a corner nobody <laughs> nobody puts Best Buy in a corner <laughs> thank you so much for joining us Thanks, I am Jason guys. Carter Jack Eckler Josh Lebrot special guest Joe Vance Michael Casalino special guest Sean Fennell normal guest for the last week <laughs> And Adam McFarlane here. Sometimes as much as here. I can try. Thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Nerd Duke. This yeah. is Nerdtastic <laughs> in 3D. 3D. Woo! Dude.
And we're out. Balls. 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 Balls.